and welcome to the Holiday Cottage Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, James Varley, and today we have a very special guest from the short-term rentals industry. Damien Sheridan is the founder of The Scale Shows and The Book Direct Show. He'll be talking about the current state of the industry, the importance of direct booking, and what to expect from Scale UK, which will be held in London later this month. Now, our goal here at HDH is to share everything you need to know about buying and managing short-term rentals, whether you're a host, investor, or property manager, to get the most out of our new platform, make sure you head to our website. It's holidaycottagehandbook.com, where you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter and download our free ebook, which offers a comprehensive guide to buying and managing short-term rentals. And if you're just starting out and need some help and support, or you want to grow your portfolio, you can book an introductory one-hour chat with me for just £100. Head to the website for more details. Also, make sure you give us a follow on social media. We're active on Facebook, X, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. You can get all the links from our website, holidaycottagehandbook.com. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Holiday Cottage Handbook Podcast. It's time now to welcome our special guest, who's Damien Sheridan, the founder of The Scale Shows and The Book Direct Show. Damien, thank you very much for joining us today. I want to start by asking you about your career and how you ended up being a part of the short-term rentals industry. Thank you very much, James, for having me on uh, one of your first episodes. It's a real honor. So my journey started about 20 years ago from having my first uh, rental apartment in Spain in, in a very, very, very different era uh, to what it is now. And that really grew to, developed into my own professional um, involvement in the industry from having a, um, an SEO, uh, search engine optimization consultancy with property managers throughout Europe, through to, as you mentioned, directing a couple of conferences in our industry, the Book Direct Show and the Scale Shows. So looking back over that past 20 years, can you believe how much the industry has changed and developed in that time? It's pretty startling. Yeah, from going from an alternative accommodation uh, to really a mainstream accommodation uh, provider now, it's, uh, we, we've grown so much. We've grown especially over the last three years since COVID, since you know a lot more travellers have have experienced and consumed the short-term rental experience. You know, it's, it's an exciting time to be involved in our industry and, uh, and one I'm, I'm really delighted to be a part of. Thinking about all your experience then, to those people who are just starting out or they want to get involved in the short-term rental sector, what would be the main advice that you would give someone who's just starting out? Oh, wow, the main advice. Um, well, I mean, obviously, I, there, there are certain, there's an angle that I come from in terms of search engine optimization, in terms of direct bookings, I guess my main piece of advice would be to maybe not necessarily rely on one or two channels. It would be to expand your distribution. And by that, I mean your ways of achieving and generating bookings. So if that's through your website, through social media, through any kind of pay-per-click campaigns, for example, um, just to make, make sure you're aware of all of those ways to get out there, to be in front of prospective guests and to, uh, to gain those, to really to push your brand first and foremost, but to, to potentially gain the interest of, of uh, travelers and, uh, and get those all important direct bookings. So the more eyeballs on your places, the better it is for your business eventually, basically. Absolutely, you know, we can all put listings up on in the major OTAs in 20 minutes or so, but in terms of brand recognition and awareness, Travellers now are a lot more savvy. They're a lot more discerning. They need to know 
where they're staying. They want to find out more about that particular brand. Uh, if we don't have a brand behind the scenes where people can go and research, we're going to be pretty limited in terms of uh, the success of our business. So that's something that's, that's very important to, to, to me, to the community that I work in and to our shows. It's, it's that, case of, that, that sense of brand awareness, uh, control of your own, your own business and uh, yeah, and really developing the, the right way as opposed to one which could really come, you know, it could crumbling down when you rely on one or two other sources for all your bookings. When things go wrong there, they, they impact your business um, in a way that's irreparable. So the OTAs, the online travel agencies, though, still play a major part, especially when you're getting started. They get you in front of a lot of people. So they still have a really important role to play in, in building your business. Oh, they absolutely do. And not even just when you start. It's throughout your whole journey for, for most companies. And they play a huge role in, in the success of our business. Um, I guess my point here is that the, we, we shouldn't you know, um, completely rely on them for, for our bookings, for our, as I said, our brand awareness. We should be thinking laterally uh, other ways of, of uh, generating that, that kind of that level of exposure about us, our brand, etc. So I think it's a mix, you know, and even if that's trying to get 1% of your bookings direct or 20 or 80, uh, whatever that might be. There's no right or wrong here. It's a case of just getting a, a nice balance and, uh, and making sure that you're happy with that should anything go wrong. You know, we, one thing that you know, a lot of people don't think of is that on OTAs, you can lose your listings overnight. It, it happens more than you think. So whilst they do an amazing job and without the likes of Airbnb and booking this, our industry will be nowhere. We each need to think about this as our own business. And, uh, you know, whether you've got one, five, 10, 20 plus properties, it's the same. It is your business. So let's not work for the OTAs. Let's make switch that round and make sure they're working for us. Yeah, you talk there of the possibility of your listing uh, being taken off one of the OTAs. I had a situation recently where I had a guest who ended up complaining. He'd actually left a mess in the property and he'd broken something and he ended up paying a kind of a fee straight away to cover what he'd done. Uh, but then he accused my cleaner of lying, which, which was really bizarre. Uh, and he ended up giving me a one-star review because of because of this situation. And straight away there, Airbnb put my listing uh, under review. And it was a really sobering moment where I thought, well, hang on a minute. If if I was only on one platform and I'm under review, then I've got a situation here when I'm not going to be making any money. My listing's not going to be in front of anybody. So it, it really was a sobering thought. And I think that's what we're trying to get across, isn't it, to people when you talk about direct bookings. It's making sure you've got a, a sustainable business going forward. Yeah, this is exactly it. You know, I, I spoke before about you can lose your listings overnight without any explanation from that third party. And you can, you know, suddenly you find that, um, you know, maybe dozens of bookings are gone and uh, you've lost all that that revenue. Similarly to, to that, yeah, because there's sometimes there's pressure on us to please those those third party platforms, we, we try to work by their algorithms and make sure we're doing everything correctly by how they stand for example, accepting bookings that we're perhaps not really comfortable with or just doing things with our listings that we're not, you know, it's not entirely the way we wanted to do them. So I think, you know, this is one way to think of direct bookings in that, you, yes, you can do that with those OTAs, but, you know, you can do whatever you like with your own website. You don't have to, you know, play by other people's rules. After all, you know, this is our business 
And at the Book Direct show, you know, we, we talk about your business, your guests, your rules. And I think these are, are essential parts of a, of a direct booking strategy. If people are just starting out, or maybe they're just on Airbnb or Booking.com and they've got a few bookings coming in and they turn around and say, well, I, I don't want my own website, I don't understand that, or I don't want to invest that amount of money because I'm just at the start of my journey, what would you say to those people who are maybe just happy as they are? I think for some people, perhaps it is best to stay potentially as they are. You know, I think Airbnb, Booking.com, HomeAway, Verbo, they do an amazing job and they provide bookings for us. If we've got one or two properties, hey, maybe that's right for you. Maybe you don't want the hassle of setting up a website, even though it can be very easy and very, very inexpensive these days. You know, anything, £150, for example, could set you up for a whole year for a website. Nevertheless, there is time um, invested in learning a CMS, a content management system, to develop and build a website. So I understand that. There are fears about taking deposits, taking payment yourself, being the merchant of record, taking damage deposits. All of these things, they are scary. And I think we've all had this at the very start of our journeys, thinking, oh my goodness, I, I don't want that, any of that. It's nice, it's easy for a third party to take care of all of this for me. Um, but I think really, if you're thinking about this as a business, that's the point that I think we should all consider taking a little bit more control back into our business and um, and exploring all of these options to 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 make it our own business. Um, so the website for me is is of huge importance. You know, I'm an SEO consultant, so I'm all about getting higher organic um, traffic for to to our websites. But, you know, there are other ways, you know, you, we, uh, business cards with phone numbers, for example, social media. I spend a lot of time in Spain and a lot, an incredible amount of, of hotels, especially don't have their own websites still. I mean, it's crazy to think of in 2023, but it's it it's happens a lot more than we think. So I think, you know, we ha it, it's each to their own. But I think when you're thinking about it in terms of your own business, that as an actual business, uh, you know, a full time business, that's when we really need to explore, okay, how do I retain and keep that level of control over and independence in, in, in my business? And these are essential factors. So tell us about your shows then. You've got the Scale Show and also the Book Direct Show. Who are these shows aimed at and what can people get out of them if they attend? So the Book Direct Show started as an idea in 2019, 2018, 2019. Um, and it was as I was working with property management companies on their SEO a lot of companies were asking me, you know, can you help with our Facebook marketing? Can you help with our branding, etc.? And I, I would, you know, upfront honestly tell them I can't. That's not my skill set. But I, I know some people who can. So we brought together a community whereby we referred people to to individuals who could help them in those respects. And um, I think it was really then this idea was born in terms of creating a community, bringing people together either as a, an online community or as an event whereby we can get ideas to generate more direct bookings to, you know, to create that, that branding, that, that awareness of our own business. That idea spiraled over a few months um, and we had our first book direct show in 20, uh, 2020, a month before COVID lockdowns, but uh, the, the interest was there. And uh, with such great feedback, we, we kept it going and we, we're moving on to our sixth one next year in Barcelona. The scale shows really um, came from my own experience at um, many short-term rental conferences throughout Europe um, and in the US, 
whereby I would speak to professional property management companies. And by that, I mean companies who managed kind of probably 15, 20 plus properties, some into the hundreds, but those who were seeking a different experience at a, at a conference. So one whereby they knew they were going to be sitting beside or networking alongside a fellow professional property manager who was looking to scale and grow their business. Now, when I mean scale, I don't mean just getting more properties. It's a case of many things, but just getting better at what they do, being more pro profitable, getting better, more like operational efficiency. I mean, there's, there's a plethora of things involved here, but uh, just scaling that business, we thought that there's an opportunity here to create a, a niche experience. So that led to myself and my co-founder, Gianpaolo from Italy, um, starting the Scale Show. We had our first one in Barcelona in May 2022. And uh, now we have several um, all around the world, which is really exciting. We've got, we're have got moving on to eight next year. And um, we've got one in London, which you are uh, very generously uh, going to be involved in and being a show, uh, show partner. Yeah, that's it's really just about harnessing ex an experience for those professional property managers to know that they're going to be in an environment where we can all learn and collaborate and, uh, and share unique ideas to, to help. Um, and I think that's you know something in Europe we've really got going for us. I feel we're a lot more collaborative in Europe than perhaps our American cousins. And I think that uh, that's something we really want to keep going in our events for, for uh, well, forever. Very much looking forward to the event in, in London later this month. And you talk there about the collaboration and helping people to upskill and get better at their business. Do you think we're on the verge of seeing much more professionalization in the short-term rental sector? Oh, I think we already are. Yeah, James. The, I mean, you, you asked me earlier on about how things have changed. I mean, compared to, say, three years ago, how much more professional we are is, is incredible. We, we've got some amazing technologies providers out there that help us do this and automate certain things. But also something that we, we try to, um, one of the messages at Scale and the Book Direct Show is, is keeping that level of hospitality as well. So it's very easy for us to use uh, software that automates everything to a point that we might not even need to be involved in a booking or even speaking to a guest. But I think that communication is still important. So I think there's a fine balance there. But yeah, I mean, with the introduction of, you know, smart locks and um, digital guidebooks, it's, it's a lot easier to be professional now and to have that incredible experience um, for a guest to know that they have everything at their fingertips. So, yes, but we still have a long way to go. You know, I, I stay at many short term rentals, probably more, more than 10 a year. And I have to say, <laughs> nearly all of them have a long way to go in terms of of what they're, the experience they're providing for their guest. I go to Barcelona several times a year. I've yet to to I um to repeat stay at at any place because it's uh, I, I just it's never it's always satisfactory. It's never great, and uh, you know as as I alluded to a moment ago, the level of communication can be terrible. You know, from not hearing anything, and you have to chase up you know, an address the day before a stay, for example. Uh, and I'm a, I'm, like, I'm a real planner with my travel as well. I need to know details. I, you know, put it into my, my calendars, etc. And, you know, sometimes there's nothing back. So I think we have a long way to go, but we are, we're getting a lot, a lot better. 
So to those people who have been maybe hosts for a while and they're doing things a certain way, what are the main things, maybe a couple of tips that you could give them of how they could instantly get better with their businesses? Maybe they're just, maybe they're using only one platform or maybe they're keeping it really simple with communication. What what are like two or three things that really take a short-term rental to the next level? You know, one of the most simple things I would say is stay at your property. Give it, give it a night or two and just see what is it actually you're providing for your guest. You know, have you got enough forks or knives or glasses for the recommended amount in that party to stay in your property? Um, you know, little tiny things like that can make such a huge difference. You know, or get a, even better, a family met, friend or, or an acquaintance to stay. Was everything there for them? You know, did, were, were they communicated with effectively beforehand? Just because, you know, we speak about direct bookings, uh, a big part of that is repeat bookings. Is anybody going to want to come back to your property if they haven't had the most excellent stay and experience? Absolutely not. So we can, you know, we can email uh, and keep in communication with our former guests as, once, as much as we like. If the experience was not 100% or close to it, they're not going to come back anyway. So that's probably the most simple thing I would say. Don't go years without having visited and stayed with your property. Actually stay. Just get the experience. Get the vibe. Is it a bit tired as well? You know, design and, you know, the, the, the in-stay experience is, is hugely important. So don't take that for granted. Yeah, great advice. Staying at your property is something that I've done quite a few times. And it always leads to buying more stuff for the kitchen. Every single time I'm missing a drainer or there's a pan that I haven't got or like you say, the forks even. So uh, I actually just stayed at one of my properties a few weeks ago and just bought a load more cutlery and just, just to make sure that there's enough there because there was only a couple of sets. I'm like, well, if I'm staying here or there's three or four people staying here, you're going to need you're going to need a few more knives and forks. So, uh, so yeah, staying at your property is just fantastic advice. How would you describe the current state of the STR industry and what are the future trends that you should be looking out for if, if you're a host right now or if you want to be a host in the future? So we're quite a different place now that we were say a year ago um, when we came out of COVID uh, well officially came out of COVID um, I think we all for the most part most managers and hosts saw a huge boom in bookings and one that we perhaps had never seen before that probably led to a lot of uh, players thinking that yeah, this this is here to stay. This is this is an exciting industry. I'm I'm all in. However, for the most part, I think over the last say nine months, a lot of of managers have seen a dip, and um, you know that that's how whatever that's down to whether it's you know recession or you know certain things like train strikes in the UK, for example. I know one company um, in um, this, uh, south, the South Coast have been hit heavily by that. Th th there are tough times. You know, we are, as much as I've said before about we've moved from an alternative accommodation to mainstream, we, we still have difficulties. It's still a very fragmented market. Um, regulation is coming in. No, worldwide, you know, no matter whether you like it or not, Personally, I think it's a good thing, and I, I think we, we need to have some kind of clarity in terms of what is permitted, what should be permitted, what is not. We, we need to be aware that it is coming. Uh, we've got a great panel lined up. Sorry, I don't want to say too much about the UK show, but we've got an amazing regulation panel uh, of like the, the, the big players. We're going to talk all about that in London in a couple of weeks. It's, it's difficult to know where things will be. 
um, in the next year or two. Um, but I think the professionalization, as we spoke about, making sure you are ready for these changes, I think is, is hugely important. And, um, and not just keeping yourself in a, in a little bubble, thinking all is rosy, um, because it's, you know, there are going to be some, some, uh, some holes down that road. And we need to be co collectively ready to, um, you know, to, to maneuver those. Yeah, I think legislation is, is certainly coming. And I just hope it's kind of proportionate. I think there are parts, especially in the UK, there are parts of the UK, the real tourist hotspots where it seems like more kind of regulation and rules might be required. And then other parts of the UK where there are hardly any short term rentals, we probably need a very light touch approach. So I think there needs to be some real nuance. And I hope it's not just a, a sledgehammer approach in the UK. You know, we'll, we'll have to see what government's in charge by the time legislation comes in. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah, you, I mean, you'll have probably seen, James, in Scotland, there's been an absolute debacle over the last year or so. And um, I was I was speaking um, at an event last uh, November, December time with Fiona Campbell from uh, the Scottish Association. And uh, I mean, people are on their knees. They, they, they literally do not what to do. Um, there has been an extension of a deadline to apply for uh, planning and licensing um, change. But the, the government have just slammed down on this. And it's so unfair. And people's livelihoods are dependent upon this. It's, it's yet to be seen what's going to happen there, of course. Um, and I think the um, English uh, local governments are, are looking at this kind of thing, possibly waiting to see you know, what transpires. But the, the whole thing is a bit of a mess. We just got to hope that, um, that governments see a bit of sense and, uh, and, and understand where we're coming from, because I think the vast majority of property managers do want regulation, but they, they want it enforced the right way and in a fair way. Um, and as long as we are uh, adhering to, to rules, you know, to our, to our responsibilities to, in, in our local community, you know, for example, with noise or with any problems with our guests, I think, you know, they should surely stand up and, and listen to that. But we'll see. Just finally, then, we've got a few weeks to go until the scale show. Really looking forward to that. What can we expect from the show? What kind of insight are we going to hear about? Well, OK, so the Scale UK show is all about the UK short-term rental market. And it is very much for those professional property managers I mentioned earlier on. So those who've got 20 plus properties. So we've got ooh, a vast amount of topics uh, we're going to be addressing. So we've got about probably about 15, 15 20, no, about 20 speakers um, in total going to be looking at, at these various topics. And uh, yeah, we're, we're really excited by it. And, uh, and I think it's going to be a, a hugely productive day, but also uh, probably even more importantly, uh, a, 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 an essential day really for professional property managers to come together to one of the, the, the best things we always find about our, our events is the networking uh, and the collaboration between the attendees. More than even what they listen to and hear on, on stage, it's just that, that sense of belonging, that sense of community, and that sense of not being on our own. You know, we're very much in this together. We're, we're not competitors. Let's do this together. Let's drive this. Let's, uh, let's respond to regulation. Let's, let's navigate this, this industry as best we can and learn from each other. Damien, it's been an absolute pleasure. I will see you in a few weeks for the Scale UK show. Thank you for being one of our very first guests and I will speak to you soon. Thank you so much, James. Real honour. Looking forward to seeing you. Bye-bye. Very insightful interview there with Damien Sheridan, the founder of The Scale Shows 
and the book direct show some really great tips and advice whatever the stage of your journey in the short-term rentals industry that's just about it for this episode of the hch podcast thank you very much for listening it means the world to me as we build a new community for everyone with a vested interest in the short-term lettings sector if you like what you've heard please subscribe rate and review the podcast and make sure you head to our website where you can download our free ebook and sign up for our free weekly newsletter it's holidaycottagehandbook.com if you'd like to get in touch with the show you can email me directly james at holidaycottagehandbook.com this podcast was brought to you in association with monkey hill media you can discover more about their work at monkeyhillmedia.com that's it for now i'll speak to you soon mm-hmm.